What's up, everybody? It's Friday. It's John Boy and Jake Radio. Week four of John Boy and Jake Radio about to be in the books. We got a fun voicemail episode. Worst mistake you made on a sports field when you were a kid. Let's get right into that. All right, what's up? Thank you very much for joining. It's going to be a fun episode today because the voicemail lines were lighting up last night. Sifted through 21, Jake. 21 voicemails. But first off, how are you doing? You're coming to us from uh, Georgia? Is that correct? I'm coming live from the ATL, Jimmy. Welcome to the city where the players play. Hotlanta. I am uh, I'm right outside the... The Georgia Tech campus. Boo. Oh, wow. You hate them. You know their mascot? Bulldogs. No, that's Georgia. Yeah, but Georgia Tech just technical bulldogs. We're technically bulldogs. It's a robot dog. <laughs> it's a, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I never put together when I was young that, like, <laughs> well, like, my my girlfriend still eavesdropping, so I'm embarrassed to say this. But all the tech schools stood for technology. What do you think they stood for? I didn't know. I just thought it was a name. Mm. Oh, she's horrified. She's she's leaving the hotel room. <laughs> um, but no, like Georgia Institute of Technology, like that sounds like a total geek school. But I always just knew them because of sports and stuff. But their mascot is Buzz. They're the Rambling Wreck. They're like bee hornet things. Yellow jackets, excuse me. Yellow jackets, okay, that makes more sense. What about uh, what about Texas A and M? Were you surprised when you found out that uh, what that stood for? Agriculture and masochist. Yeah, <laughs> I guess to be a farmer, you're a little bit of a masochist. If I didn't know tech, you think I knew what A and M stood for? No, I don't. That's why I asked. Yeah, no. Come on, man. All right. Well, Friday, we're going to... How are you doing? What are you doing, man? I'm good. My life doesn't change much. I don't... We got a storm came in yesterday. It snowed in all over New Jersey, but it didn't snow on the island. Right. I wish it snowed because we just had sideways rain. Right. Like, go, like you looked outside and like, all right, it's raining a little bit. It's not going to be that bad. You stepped outside and it was sideways rain. Like it was Forrest Gump, like upways rain and sideways mm. rain. It was just like impossible to be outside. But I cooked a nice dinner, so that was nice. Pretty nice, man. Skirt steak, chimichurri, potatoes, Skirt. and artichokes. Mm. It was pretty good. And that's good when you cook them. You could just throw them right out afterwards. The artichokes? Yeah. After you eat them. No, 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 no. Do you not like artichokes? Dip or bust. Have you ever had an artichoke? Bro. <laughs> Italian family, there have been... A- Every holiday, pretty much. Oh, really? I didn't know what... Artichoke carts, all of them. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what artichoke was until junior year of high school when I moved to California. They were not part of, like, my family life. Sorry about that. Then they explained how you eat it, and it's like you suck the fruit off the end, or the meat off the end of the leaf. I was like, the fuck? This isn't a real food. Why would you do this? And now I love them. They're delicious. Yeah. Very good. Yep, yep. Very good. dip. Yeah, the the dip is just cheese so and cream, so obviously that's going to be good. Bingo. All right, we're going to wrap up some sports real quick, just so you know, just so you're in you know. Then we're going to go straight into voicemails and some mascot fights later on. So I'm going to take care of the tri-state area for you real quick, and then we'll throw it to our national reporter. Make sure I hit the button right this time. Sure. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, first off, around the tri-state area, the Yukon Huskies manhandled the Syracuse Fruits. The Rangers lost to the Islanders in a barn burner, but a close game at 7-5 score. The Rangers are still over 500 and currently third in their division, right below said Islanders. And the CCSU Blue Devils sat around thinking about how much they're going to kill the Austin P governors tonight. 
Austin P governors are going down tonight via the CCSU Blue Devils. Austin P never heard of that school before in my life. Blue Devils versus Governors, aka the same thing. L L O L O L L O L L L L L L L L. All right, and now for their favorite reporter in the game, our national beat reporter. Covering the national beat, Jake Story Alley. Welcome back to your national news. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green still being bitter little bitches. Uh, They got blown out last night. No Chef Curry with the shot, boy. Uh, Draymond went scoreless for like three quarters. Uh, Getting ugly in Golden State. Patrick Mahomes admits to eating ketchup on stuff. Big news. The Seahawks take down the Packers. Is Aaron Rodgers done? Says Colin Cowherd and other bad sports reporters on Thursday Night Football. Carmelo gets an offer from J.J. Barea to play for the Puerto Rican national team. He, some, a nice gesture makes the bottom, <laughs> makes people still dig for the bottom. Mookie Betts and Christian Yelich win your respective AL and NL MVP awards. All right. Thanks, Jake. Good. Now you guys know everything. You're up to date, but we're not going to talk in depth about anything. We're not going to do weird news stories today. We're just going straight voicemails because we got so many. This is a special ep, people. What? So hold your dicks. (laughs) I think this is how we're going to do Fridays now. We'll give you guys a topic and you call in. Today we asked for what what was the worst mistake you made on a sports field growing up? We got a lot of voicemails. Like I said, 21. Some of them were regular questions or callers, which are good. I'll save them for another time, though. So I'm not going to skip yours because we got a good guy who's talking about homeless fight, and that call made me laugh and and some other stuff. And then some were talking Yanks calls. But then we got a good amount here, so we're going to have to – we'll see how many we can get through. I put kind of – I put them in an order, and I'm excited. So do we want to share ours first, Jake? Do you have one? I I think quick – Quick, you want to go or me go? I have one. It's not as good as the, some of the calls we got, but th- what comes to he- my mind right away is my hockey team. We were in eighth grade. We went to Canada to play uh, a tournament, and sure. we got blown out every game. Like, no hope, no chance. These Canadian kids just wrecked us. I was pretty good on the team. I was one of the top goal scorers. And uh, so, like, we're, cool. we're, we're at the moment where... Um, like we know we suck and we've just like swallowed that bitter pill and we're just kind of frustrated about it and like half like playing out of anger now. And we're playing this team and the puck never gets in the other zone. Like we never even get it into their zone. They pass it back to their defenseman. He misses it. So now it's a free puck like going through the neutral zone and I'm fast. So I, I win the race to the puck. It's a clear cut breakaway. The whole crowd, uh, or not the whole crowd, but you could just like, it was like, okay, hey, we have a chance for something here. I skated right, right past the puck. Nice. Like I just missed it with my stick. <laughs> Had to come around and get it. But by that point, they got it. And I could hear the collect, like the parents all go, oh, <laughs> like right. not a big crowd, but I just could hear the the whole crowd sigh. And that was, that was, that was a shitty feeling. That's what jumped to my mind. It's not anything funny or crazy, but it sucked. Yeah, I I think my my sucky one is uh, just freshman baseball. I I think you know this. I one game I was I was playing shortstop, and they just hit the ball in in the hole every time the shortstop third base hole, and I could field over there, but I didn't have an arm for shortstop, so it happened like once, twice. Like I couldn't even make the throw. Like I didn't even attempt it. I was like, I'm sorry, I fielded the ball, but I can't make this throw. Then it happens a third time, and our third baseman that day was this fat fuck. I'm sorry. He's a little chubster, and he actually ended up hitting pretty well that year, but he couldn't field third base. He couldn't field anything. And Was his so nickname I Ham? Start- yes, his nickname was Ham. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yes, so that's literally what we're dealing with here. Um, so I started looking to him, and I'm like, Doc, like, come play off the line or do something. Dude, I think there was five balls that day that were hit in the hole at shortstop. I think I made a play on one just because, like, Hardo pissed off Jake. Was like, you know what? I think I started playing, like, a, a left field position, basically, and 
just sprinting in on the grounders. Uh, that was bad. My funny one. That's which not I a forget mis- if I that's said not a mistake, it. though. Oh, but dude, I was. It, it felt like a mistake. Me being at shortstop was oh. the. Uh, the funny one is a story that I forget if I told on here or not before. Um, I've I've definitely mentioned it on talking Yanks, but being a goalkeeper, um, soccer camp, fighting for the the varsity starting job, and. So I get chipped in a scrimmage against the JV team. So I am so pissed. How could I let this happen? Blah, blah, blah. We gave up a, a goal to the younger kids. So I'm like, all right, not getting chipped again. Little guy syndrome. Whatever I need to do. So this fluky ball, like, g- guy kicks it, goes off a defender leg, and it's going to chip over my head somehow. And I am just dejected, fully demoralized, put my head down. I'm ready to retrieve the ball to the back of the net. It hits the top post, comes back, hits me in the face, and then goes in the goal. <laughs> I mean, that's that's up there. That's a good that's one. That's pretty good. The other one that I think yeah. of, it's not playing. When I was in seventh grade, I was umpiring Little League. Like, I was umpiring, like, eight-year-olds. And my very first call as a first-base umpire, little dribbler down the first-base line, um, the... The uh, the first baseman like like runs down and picks it up and then tries to tag the runner as he's running by. So he swings his arm to tag him, you know. And from my vantage point, I can't see if he actually tagged him or not. And instead of just making a call, I asked the first baseman. I said, "Did you tag him?" <laughs> first baseman said, "Nice, yes." And I was like, "Out." The other coach just ran out. I was like, "Did you just ask him if he tagged him?" <laughs> like, yeah, I did. Um, that was terrible, but. That was that that was really embarrassing for me because I was like, ooh, just complete like fight or flight moment in umping, and you're supposed to like they just, just call it with confidence, just call it with confidence. I crumbled. Did, did nice. you tag him? Kids like, yeah, got him. All right, let's go to voicemails. Hey, John Boy, I'm a big fan. Um, one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made on a sports field growing up was one out away from the baseball championship. There's girl up at bat um there you're allowed to have girls in early and i made the stupid decision from center field to move in she ended up hitting a ball over my head and the game went on for a good 15 minutes after that and i could have caught the final out so you know never underestimate them thanks guys never underestimate them those girls that's a good message for all our female listeners girl power amen but that sucks. You move in on a girl and she just hits it over your head. You move you yeah, you mean, move in on anyone it, and then they hit it over your head. You're like, fuck. Right, right. We would say that would be a like if that happens in your town little league and it's a guy, you're like, Oh, you remember that shot that that kid hit? He never had a hit ever, and then he roped one. That was incredible. Now this one sucks that the twist <laughs> you have to be like, it was a girl. She was allowed to play. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Pretty well, that's still, it's awesome. They were allowed to play in our league. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so good for her. Girl power. This is a regular caller teacher. Hey, sure. so it's the teacher from New York again. I got a good sports story, AKA embarrassing one for you. So when I was in seventh grade, I was not a very good basketball player. You might say I was an eighth man. And uh, I got in the game against the team in Jersey, and I was really jacked up and excited, and I had an opportunity to show what I had. And I was always a bigger kid, so I came down the court at one point, and I had someone that stolen the ball from another player, right, on the other team. They're coming down the court. I run down. It's me and him. He's on a fast break. I'm trying to stop him. The kid runs me over for an ant and just instantly just gets it straight in. Devastating. The kid says, get down, right in my face. Little kid, too, making me feel like a real real soft uh, B-word. So I run back down the court, tears streaming down my face, and I throw him on the ground and attack him out of my embarrassment. I was thrown out of the game. Uh, my mom was at the game. She dragged me off the bench, yelled at me in front of all my friends, dragged me into the parking lot, and told me she was embarrassed and that I, sh- I had embarrassed my name and she was embarrassed to go to my games. And uh, that was basically the story. A tough situation for an eighth man. Uh, I love the show. Have a good one. So, t- so Teach got got by a kid legally. And <laughs> the, you can picture a little kid just crying his eyes out 
That's assault. <laughs> and then running and tackling a kid. His mom. We talked about it yesterday. That's assault. That's assault. His mom given the, uh, that you're embarrassing. That was embarrassing yeah. speech is pretty good. I'm with mom, Teach. That, you embarrassed her. I'm shocked. Dude. When, when we first mentioned mistake or like embarrassing moments, um, my my basketball career was short, but I I assume there'd be some big ones. Uh, nothing really that jumps out. I'm I'm sure as our friends listen to this, I'll have some texts roll in. But yeah, and I guess I was never in an important moment. If if Teach was the eighth man, I think I was the twelfth man on the team. So tough to embarrass yourself as the twelfth man. Yeah, it's just so funny. Like little kids, like that's how they. He's not even that little. Teach, you're in seventh grade, man. It's assault. <laughs> but you dubbed it yesterday. This guy should have been kicked out of middle school. Well, we didn't see the tackle. Could have been a could have been a playful tackle. You think it was a playful tackle? No, but it's funny the kid that with tears in his uh, the kid with tears in his eyes. That's mom sat him down afterwards. Oh, he let's 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 have a tickle fight. <laughs> mom was right. This is embarrassing. You just yeah, so funny when like you just straight up embarrass me. Oh, you're the kid. Your son just tackled the kid. This is my favorite call. Ready? Sure. Yeah, I'm just calling to leave a voicemail regarding the biggest mistake made on the sports field for me was 10th grade varsity football linebacker. Let's go interception. Big game interception. Let's go linebacker fullback interception. Let's go next play line the fullback 23 dive fumbled the ball. Took it away. Gave it right back. Fuck. Go Yanks. <laughs> Fuck. Go Yanks. So makes the big play on defense. Coach rewards him. Like, all right, man, you got us here. You punch it in, bring it home. <laughs> Instant fumble. Gives it right back. Taketh and giveth away. That's pretty good. Shout out to the big man upstairs. You, you We never played football, but. Fumbling's got a feel. no. I'm I'm trying to think if any of uh, any of our good buddies' football stories jump out for me. Not not that I can remember. Actually, Graham Clark, his his own speed, but good buddy. He was supposed to be this like dirty, kind of just like slippery running back. And our school ran the ball every play. So like, if you're the fourth string running back, you could still get some touches. I think he was supposed to be like second or third string, but he used to wear all these armbands, like. We our generation was the armband generation, like when they moved the headbands to those little arm yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he used to wear a bunch of those, and I guess he fumbled, like his his first carry or like his first couple carries, <laughs> and never touched the rock again. And and his buddies were like, "Yo, maybe don't wear those armbands, though." Can't wear the armbands. I never got it. Like that just makes me more hot. So I don't want. More, I want less things on my body. I think I went with one on the forearm once, and I was like, yeah, this makes my forearm look huge. <laughs> it's like, no, you look like you have <laughs> a cut on your arm. My other, my other story that, I, that came to my head was um, freshman year baseball. You were on the team. It was the same game where Rob and Tidge went to pee in the woods, and then a dog ran at them, so they ran out of the yeah. woods with their pants down. Um, I thought that was going to be the moment. Yeah. No, we had like Andrew Shan came down. He's a sophomore, but he came down and pitched for us because we were out of pitchers. On the freshman team, Not Andrew Shan, Fecto, Fecto, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and in the, it was in that game, and whoever we were playing, the other kid, the pitcher, threw like a curveball, and I swung like Todd Frazier versus Verlander, like sure. I recognized him, just trying to like touch it, I guess, like foul it off, but it looked like an idiot. And I walked back to the dugout, and Benson was there. He hadn't been called up yet. He goes, "What the fuck was that?" And yeah. I just like head down, like I don't know, man. Yeah. So you swung and missed at a curveball. That's your your big embarrassing story. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you are you just are you just gonna downplay everything? You yeah, killed like the last three stories. This is for the people. It was the it was the Todd Frazier swing. Like it was a terrible like terrible swing. I'm proud of you. All right. Well, let's go to Joe's. What's going on, John Boy Jake? It's me, Joe. Joe's McFly. I'm sure you guys know me. I'm sure you remember me. High school baseball team, and we were doing infield outfield drills, right? You know, we got to do cutoffs. I'm in the outfield and right field. You hit the fly ball, and then you, you know, you're supposed to throw it into the cutoff. Somebody else. Cut two, cut three, you know, wherever it's supposed to go. You know, 
Come forth, you're going home. So then he hit a fungo to me, and, you know, one of the infielders was saying cut two, but some of the other outfielders that were with me said cut four, cut four. So I thought it was, I don't know, I just, I held it, whatever, and I threw it to home. Come to find out, my coach was there in that same direction. I don't know what the hell I was doing. It's like I didn't even look. I just threw it that way. He wasn't even facing me. He was facing, like, home plate, and I hit him in the head. He turns around and he said, who threw that ball? And I'm like, uh, I was the only one standing out there. I started, like, all of the freaking outfielders just backed up. And he's like, who threw that ball? I'm like, uh, you know, then he's like, no, no man. I, I, I was like, yo, um, don't, don't worry about it. I, I got this. His name is Philippus. He's like, I got this. I got this. He said, get off the field. I was like, what? I was like, no, no, no. Um, you know, I just made the team too. So he's like, get off the field. And I'm like, no, D, D, I got this. I got this. He said, you have nothing. Get off the damn field. And then I ended up having to run off the field and everybody laughing at me. And I looked like a freaking fool, man. And then a lot of people watch our practices and I was never able to live that freaking shit down, man. All of my boys, man, laughing at me till this day, man. That's probably the stupidest shit. That I did, not paying attention, and he called me. He said, you, you got Dominican jeans, man, but you have no idea what the hell you're doing out there. So he kicked me off the field. So that's probably the stupidest thing that I did, you know, on a baseball field out there, man. Love you guys. All right, man. See you guys soon. Go Yankees. This shit, that story that Joe's just said makes me miss playing baseball. Just because just the fuckery that goes on in the outfield and those drills. Like, so much standing around time just to, like, bullshit and make jokes. But... Yeah, the coach is telling you what base to throw to, and you got three of your buddies telling you different bases behind you to get you in trouble. Cut four, hits his coach right in the head. I thought his coach was going to like, I was looking for a happy ending where his coach was like, nice arm. <laughs> yeah. No. You hit me on a fly. What, what, was the coach, what was the coach quote? You have nothing? <laughs> yeah. like That's good. Yeah. Joe's like, I got this. I got this. You have nothing. That's, that's Joe's McFly. If you don't know, go follow him on. If you're a Yankees fan, go follow him on Twitter. If you don't, but you already do, of course you do. You do. You got any uh, baseball? Like baseball freshman coach, me and him had a lot of tiffs. Yeah, you guys, you guys were were good friends at the time. Um, I've got a hidden hidden the coach in the head with a ball story. Um, soccer guy just ropes one, hits the coach in the head. It was one of the captains. And they thought it would just get like swept under the rug. Like, oh, guys are kicking balls around. Coach got hit in the head. He goes, who kicked that ball? So we're all staring at the captain like, yo, dog. <laughs> we, we, you kicked it. Please go tell. Uh, so then it turned into the reverse like team unity. Like, yo, we're – no, dude, you got hit in the head with a ball. Sorry, coach. So we ran hills. We ran like 57 hills or some shit. Like I was dying. That sucks. And then, yeah, it's miserable. Yo, accidents miserable. happen, coach. Coach? But in hey, Joe's coach. case, that coach could be mad because not only he threw to the wrong base, like he got got. Oh, yeah. Like, Joe's, you fucked Baseball up. Baseball ain't soft. <laughs> you don't try to get hit in the head with a baseball. I got hit in the head twice freshman year. Once I was sneezing while we were doing our warm-up catch, and I put my hand up as if to say, like, don't throw the ball because I'm sneezing right now. Mm. But he thought that meant throw me the ball because that it does mean throw me the ball usually it does i was my <laughs> dual meaning my bad and uh it just hit me plunked me square in the forehead as like mid sneeze like ah choo bam so, whoa and then lot, ben, benson crossed me up one time in warm-ups i thought i was sitting on a, his curve he threw like 80 i think freshman yeah. year uh fastball square in the face being crossed up is a scary scary feeling yeah Hello. Hey, what's up? It's Max, Talking Yanks Max, and uh, worst mistake I ever made on a sports field. Uh, it was eighth grade. Our team had won the championship the year before, but all the good players left, and we had lost every single game. And it was the last game of the season, and the practice week leading up to the game, I played center, so I wanted to run a fumble ruski. So we practiced it in practice. We did it like three times. I pitched it. I drew it up. We did it. I scored like two touchdowns. It was fantastic. But, you know, people were skeptical of it. But it was us versus the other last team of the game, uh, in the league. We're both – they have like one win. We have no wins. And we're driving down the field at the end of the game to try to win it. Our coach calls a timeout, and he comes over, and I look at him, and I say, Coach, run the fumble, Ruski. This will be the win. 
And um, so we did it. The nose guard immediately blew me up and fell on the ball, and they took, like, two knees and ended up the clock. And uh, all my teammates hated me, and we did not win one single game. But, uh, yeah, fuck it. You know, I guess you got to go for glory sometimes. <laughs> that, that one's real good. Max, who helps us out with talking Yang stuff, calls for the fumble ruski, which is his play to get a touchdown. <laughs> And then immediately gets blown up, and the the they just take the ball and take two knees and win. Stop. Go from hero to zero fast, right quick. That's always like, hey Max, I'm sorry, but I've been saying on the show all week I love a good backfire, and that is a great oh, yeah. backfire. Coach, run that trick play for me. <laughs> okay, you better have this. You fuck it up. Do you have a call your own number story? Cause that's like I think I think that's like a big moment. It doesn't have to be calling your own number because I don't know if we necessarily played in sports that worked like that. No, but the biggest thing that first time you tell the coach like, I I need to. No, I mean, the only thing that I could think of in baseball is like if I tried to stole if I was like stole a base on my own and got thrown out. Right, because there's not really an equivalent in baseball. Right. Yeah, I I I mean, this was blind luck. But I, senior soccer, as referenced, um, I was sharing time at goalie, and we weren't scoring anything, and I was the fastest kid on the team. So I told him, I was like, yo, coach, just throw me out there. Like, I'm fast. Send the ball upfield, and I'll do something. And, uh, like, I called him after practice one day, like, high school kid in tears, like, this is my senior year, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then so the first game he puts me in forward, (laughs) there's, like, a cross in. You would have loved this. There's a cross in, and it was like a wet, rainy day. And uh, our best player took the cross, and it was an incredible ball. It comes in, and it skips off a defender's head. <laughs> and I started running around like I scored. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, no, dude. I was like, yeah, it was my impact. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, you know it's not. And I was like, I know it's not, but I got to play this up to get more run, bro. <laughs> um, uh. I had one, but I just lost it. Whatever. All right. It'll come back. What's your favorite one so far? Ooh, favorite one so far. The delivery on the fullback lineman. That guy calling every show. Yeah, that was strong. I like Joe's, man. Joe's gets me going. Hey, I saw the post on Instagram about leaving an embarrassing story. So it was... The summer between my senior year of high school and playing college ball at a local university, I ended up punching the side of a dugout wall and breaking my right hand after being pulled from the first inning of a game I started because I walked the first four batters. I was so pissed off that I went up with – we were the – uh, Cardinals, and we had a Cardinal painted on the side of the dugout, and I took my glove off and punched the Cardinals straight in the face, got put in left field, played the inning, took my glove off, looked down at my hand, and my right pinky knuckle was in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I knew something was wrong, had to go over and show my dad, immediately went to the emergency room where they had to put a cast on my hand, and then I had a follow-up appointment where I had to get surgery to put the bone back in place. Now, mind you, this was the summer before I started playing college ball, so I had to make up some excuse to the coach why I had to miss the first part of our practices because I had a cast on my hand. I did not tell him it was because I lost my temper during a baseball game in the summer that meant nothing and punched the wall. I think I told him I fell or, you know, something general so he wouldn't think I was some hothead that he recruited to be on his team. But it eventually got better. I rehabbed and I played ball. It was all fun. All right. Thanks, guys. Love what you do. Talk to you later. All right. So this one's like, it's not like a, it's a weird because you've just punched a wall because you got angry. But it's one right. of those things where you grow up and you're an adult and you, you widen that lens a little bit. And you're like, why did I punch that wall again? Oh, it yeah. was summer ball. And I walked the first four batters and was mad. So I punched a concrete wall. 
Yeah, I think you got to go hit by pitch on the hand there. I, w- I wonder how the injury looked, if you could play that. Card. Well, he was pitching. Maybe he wasn't a hitter, but then he played left field. So, yeah, yeah. Summer ball. Yeah. Um, have you ever been on the mound? Have you? Well, I don't I don't know your full pitching career, but have you ever been on the mound and you can't throw a strike? Because that's an awful feeling. I, I, I have. Uh, it, well, no. I, in Little League, it didn't do that. I pitched in Little League up until – up until freshman year of high school, I pitched. I pitched in eighth grade, but um, right. but my my best story of that is when I pitched for Luke's eight year old team, and I was the coach's pitch, right? And they get uh four pitches like max, and if they don't hit the fourth pitch, they're out, right? Oh yeah. And I had one kid who like refused to swing because I would go down on my knee. I like knew the kid's swings. I tried to do it real good. They won the championship, and uh. And this kid just like wouldn't swing, and I was like, okay, got to that fourth pitch, and I was like, fuck, I gotta throw a strike here, otherwise it's gonna be my fault. And I just straight up spiked it, Jake. Mm. And I was so embarrassed and mad at myself because I struck this kid out. I felt bad for him because no kid, right. he was like the only kid that ever struck out in coach's pitch. And uh, but like my brain completely yipped on me, and I just spiked the ball. Yeah, too much analytics, man. Two strike curveball in the dirt works every time. Got him. Yeah, he didn't even swing. Kid should have tried to swing. No, he couldn't have. It literally was 10 feet in front of his feet. Just lawn darted it right at him. You got a kickball story. Hey, John Boy, Jake. This is Dark Skull. Um, The worst mistake I've ever made while playing a sport is probably in kickball back in eighth grade. I was playing first base, and it was a grounder to me. And I stepped on the base. I made a great play and got the guy out. But it turns out the kid was autistic. Everyone made fun of me and called me a dickhead and uh, I sat one with my wife. I'm, I'm here to tell this kid that it's okay. You made that autistic kid's day because you treated him like anyone else. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> depends if he was, depends on the autistic kid's personality. But maybe he was like, good, finally got treated with some respect around here. <laughs> good spin. Don't want any, good don't, spin. doesn't like the pity play. I don't think I have any good kickball ones. Nah, just like swing, kicking and missing a ball. That's embarrassing. Yeah. John Boy, Jake, what's going on? This is Liam Connor from Connecticut. Got to go back to 11 year old spring baseball playing in good old mm. new Fairfield, Connecticut. I uh, hit a ball. To right field, right center field gap. Thought it was out. Had those uh, cheap mesh fences, so it hits the top of the fence, uses it as a catapult, and sends it back to the center fielder. I was walking out of the box, and when I saw it hit the top of the wall, knew I better get my ass on second base. Sprinted, still got thrown out at second. I think that uh, that definitely counts as a, a pretty. Bad mistake I made on a sports field growing up. Liam, Manny Machado of New Fairfield Little League. Mm. We met Liam at the stadium, but uh, I think, if unless it's a different Liam. But, Liam, what are you doing pimping home runs at 11 years old? <laughs> love it. Absolutely I can't even it. imagine having that much, like, swagger, cockiness. To I was such a head-down, run-hard-because-you-suck player. Like, I couldn't imagine pimping a home run at 11 years old. Maybe this is what all the old men are yelling about, that maybe it's the generation below us saw, saw these pimped home runs, and now you're seeing it in Little League, and that's why everyone's like, yo, <laughs> we got to cut this out. That's what they were warning us about, the 11-year-olds eleven, yeah. the 11 doing it. <laughs> off, the, off the mesh fence is actually the highlight of that story. <laughs> well, those those things can catapult it back. Yeah. It's like, it's like a brick backstop in Wrigley. The pass ball goes straight to the catcher. Getcha. Yeah, that sucks. Hey, guys, this is uh, Troy from upstate New York calling for Talking Yanks with the most embarrassing memory from uh, a sports field growing up. I actually was hurt at the time this happened, and I was on the football team, and we were doing, uh, like, like duck walk drills where you come up out of a duck walk and then pass block one of the uh, shield pads. So I was holding one of the shield pads when the guys were coming up to do their pass blocks, and I wasn't wearing a helmet or a mouth guard or anything, 
and a kid came up and hit the pad hard. His helmet hit me directly in the mouth, broke one of my front teeth right in half, and so I had to have dental work done, and I have a completely fake tooth, fake front tooth now, and I'll have it forever thanks to that stupid mistake I made not protecting my face. Uh, just I wasn't even playing. That's the funny part. But, hey, thanks for listening. Big fan of the show, guys. The, not even playing, like having to tell that story. Like He wasn't even the guy practicing. He was just holding a pad. Yeah. Now he's got a new tooth. Because, like, I don't know if that's even a mistake unless everyone else is wearing helmets and you're the only one. But that's just kind of funny that you weren't even in the game. It's a tough, tough break, literally and figuratively. All right, we got one more voicemail, then we'll go to some tweets. Oh. Hey, man, saw your tweet about dumb sports mistakes and had to share this story. I'm a sophomore in high school, and we're playing in game one of the state championship series. I hit a double. With two outs and nobody on. So I'm standing on second base with our two-hole hitter coming up. He goes down in a 3-2 count. So in my head, I think, 3-2, two, two outs, I'm taking third on the pitch. So on the pitch, I start to steal third. And he walks, and I realize, and I start jogging to third. Me and the catcher at the same time realize what has happened. I sprint to third and get absolutely hosed and take the bat out of the hands of the leading hitter in the state of Alabama history in a state championship game. We lost the game by a run. So that is by far the dumbest thing I've ever done in sports. I I think Bama guy here has the worst because it's like a mental mistake that he did and then – it might have cost them the state championship. Like, that's like the worst combo. Actually, yeah, you made a dumb mental mistake, but then the consequences and the timing of it is so bad. So anyone doesn't understand, he thought it was three and two count with two outs, which means you're going to advance or the inning's going to be over, so you just run. But there was only one out. Or there was, there was two out. Oh, he for, it was, there was two outs, but he for, it wasn't a force. There was no one on first. So the guy walks, and now he's just walking from second to third. The moment he says the catcher and him like looked at each other, like, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's really good." But it's a good moment. But Bama, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you and the catcher look at each other. You gotta fake two sprints to third, and then book it back to second. Yeah, maybe he did and got hosed. Hose over yeah. there, or he was really far away. Like maybe he was like ten feet away, but just walking. Tough. Probably That's thought it was like break. strike out, throw it around the horn. That's a tough moment. It changes lives. Imagine if that. Imagine if that's what it was. Like he, the catcher just threw it around the horn. Wasn't even trying to get him out. That would would that be worse? I'm not throwing it around. Well, Running around anyway. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. Some good ones on Twitter. I mean, this one has been told a lot, and I brought it up, but Justin Diamond on Twitter has one of the most brutal stories. Yeah, that's good. He got picked off second base twice in the same inning. <laughs> let off the inning, or I don't know if he let off, but he hit a double, got picked off second, and then the catcher hit a double after him. So you pinch run for the catcher, and you the last guy that made an out. So he jogs back out to second pretty quickly afterwards, I'm guessing, and he gets picked off again. <laughs> that's so brutal. The pitcher is telling that story. I picked the same kid off second in the same inning. Yeah. Because that's that's so rare you have to share it. That's I I can't imagine. I I quite literally can't imagine. (laughs) Uh, Vivallo said he made all three outs in the same inning during college softball game. Let off the inning, pop out. They batted around, pop out. They batted around, ground out. It's tough. That's because <laughs> by the when you go up there for the third time, there's two outs and they're both yours. Everyone knows. Everyone knows, and you're you're doomed. You're doomed. You're in your own head. Yeah. And he, he popped out twice, so he was like, "Just put this motherfucker on the ground." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grounds out. Um, did you see any on Twitter that you liked? Uh, I did yesterday. Tough putting me on the spot right now, and I literally just dropped my phone. So tough to say. I put you on the spot. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be prepped for the show. How is this my fault? Oh, the ones I looked at on Twitter yesterday? You know how my brain works, dog. Don't blame me for that. Things I remember from yesterday, Jim. I mean, the thing is, like, we do it. Things I remember from yesterday. I am not going to be blamed for your lack of prep for the show. Things I remember from yesterday. A lot of people. I didn't even know we were doing the Twitter ones. I thought we were just doing voicemail. It wasn't on the page. So prep your prep, dog. This is uh, okay. Um, got got. No. This person forgot what offsides was in hockey, and we're just hanging out by the goalie wondering why they weren't passing to him, and they're all waiting for him. Like, dude, get out of there. Dude, <laughs> come on, come on. Come on, get out of there. Running the ball backwards in a football game or scoring on your own basket, that's always going to be embarrassing. Um, one person said they, they struck out on a pitch that hit them in the face. That sucks. I think that means you're bad. Tough. Scored two goals against my own team in soccer. That's bad. I mean, that just seems... I mean, like, accidental own goals? Because, I mean, that is what it is. Yeah, it still sucks. I mean, I, I yeah. hope he wasn't just straight up, like, kicking at his goalie, because I think... <laughs> right, then... Then you've just got mental problems. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that was it. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people doing like some people were typing in like really devastating mistakes, like grounding into a double play to end the game, and it's like, man, that, right? I remember that, that happens, man. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a mistake. You tried your hardest, did your best. The other ones that I all I could remember is like a couple times I missed like wide open goals, like backdoor goals where the goalie wasn't there and I just like kind of didn't get a handle on the shot but those happen too yeah but yeah it's tough I guess if it's a big moment it, it would stick out more I love the interception because he just intercepted the ball the linebacker he's so happy like spirits are so high they're about to score and go ahead now and then he fumbles it gives it right back coach calls your number you you earned it big guy <laughs> you got us here Brucey now take it home that's tough. Brucey. Brucey can't kick. I know. All right. I know. All right. Let's go. Uh, this is going to be another new Friday thing. Mascot matchups. We got some games coming up over the weekend. We looked at all the mascots. We're going to debate not what team would win in the game they're about to play, but what mascot would win in a mascot fight. Jake, mm. do you see them? Do you have uh, you can pick the first matchup and choose who you're choosing? A bit lead off because we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it kosher and with the one that is lead off because I think this is fair game. Uh, it's Panthers lines. I mean, are we are we taking sides like I I discussed? Or are we just gonna free ball? No, yeah, you choose who you're who you want. Oh, lion, easy. Okay, fuck, easy. Yeah, that's a game over one. I'm sorry. Well, okay, Panthers probably a little quicker than a lion. Yeah, Panthers got the speed play, but <laughs> dog. <laughs> Panther gets in there, some quick scratches on the face, gets out. In there, quick scratches on the face, gets out. Panthers are black, so maybe they attack at night. Lion can't see it. These are all things in favor of the panther. At night, I'll give you an advantage. But, I mean, you know, if there's, is this on a field? Is this in a jungle? Are there lights? Is it the daytime? So, I, I guess at night, you could lean panther. So, if day game, lions, night game, panthers. Okay, well... Problem solved. We solved that one on our own. Some we're going to need the listeners to solve for us. Rat and rat. All right, do you want to choose another one? You're up. I got uh, Spartan versus Cornhusker. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go. Which side do you think wins that fight? I'm going to go Cornhusker because the element of surprise. Spartan comes in. He's like, what the fuck are you? (laughs) What are you doing? And then he just takes the Sith and kills him. This cornhusker's okay. got a Sith. So yeah, okay, I like I like that. Uh, the old cornhusker with the Sith he's always carrying around. Um, yeah, no, I mean the Spartans would destroy. Is it one v one? By the yes, way, yes, one v one, one v one. Okay, so if your cornhusker does have a Sith, I still don't think that changes things. I mean, your best bet here, Jim, with the husker, is saying. They outsmart the Spartan, I think. Yeah, but then we're you, talking you about play, you, a Nebraska you play the different outsmarting a Spartan. Right, the different time period. I think that's what people want to hear. Uh, no, the Spartan slaughters him instantly. I think, okay, here's how the Cornhusker wins this matchup. 
hospitality, okay. a little Midwest hospitality. Yes. You've never had corn before. Like, what's this? You've never had yeah. corn. Maybe he poisons the corn. Poison corn. Hospitality, poison corn. Corn Huskers got the Spartan there. Oh, Spartan, before you kill me, you have to try my corn. It's fantastic. It's so let me sh- let me show you how to cook it before you kill me. Yeah, yeah. Done. Done. Easy one. And how'd you get here? <laughs> Wait, how'd you get here again? All right, you choose one. Let's go uh, avalanche versus ducks. <laughs> I love this one. I need the duck. No, we're too like-minded, man. I wanted the. Sorry, d- man. Because I did this with Katie last night because I was I was going over these and just like telling her, and I was like, "That's a fun yep. one, avalanche versus duck." Because easy W. Fuck, ducks just fly. <laughs> Can ducks fly? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Ducks fly together. Yeah. <laughs> ducks fly. To- <laughs> Do ducks fly? Yes. Well, avalanche, I mean, na- uh, uh, nas- uh, natural disasters are always terrible. Duck, if a duck's by an avalanche, he's out of his element already. So you're coming at a confused duck. It's crazy how many people would get this wrong. I think because Katie was animals. Animals always know first. This sucks, man. We're going to have a hard time debating because I like, of course, the duck is better than an avalanche. But I, Katie said avalanche right away, too. Right. I think well, I think we're going to have some debate ones. I think one we're going to have somewhere we like really open people's All eyes. Right, so we won't I think that's one. All right, so we'll let we'll moving forward we're going to do this every Friday with weekend matchups. We won't force a debate. Yeah. I like that. If it's there, it's there. Um the other matchup this just do you know I didn't know what a buckeye or a terrapin was. I knew terrapin. Um didn't know buckeye. So a buckeye they it said it was a nut. And a terrapin's a little small turtle. I think there's great arguments for both sides here. Like the nut just chokes the turtle. Yeah, or he's allergic, or however it goes. Maybe the nut becomes a part of the turtle. I, if the my, if the turtle doesn't have allergies, I've seen turtles eat like strawberries that were the size of their face. Right, strong <clears throat> jaws. Yeah, lean terrapin, I think. But there's a big argument for the nut. Yeah, I just don't know it. If you have an argument for the nut, let us know. Whoa. It'd have to be choking. Dude, if you if you Google terrapin just to see what the fro- what the turtles look like, the fourth image is a two-headed terrapin. Okay. Interested, obviously. Yeah, so go ahead. <clears throat> I Googled it and I spelled it wrong. Only one R. So you have to do the wrong Googling. Oh yeah. Two-headed. I'm kind of into that. Do you see the one where they're in the palms? They're really tiny. Yeah. So now I'm going to... That's... Can terrapins get be big? I don't... I think I read that they're small. And then I'm looking at Buckeye Nuts, and they're... they're Dude, n- nuts may have it. N- ter- buckeye Nuts are pretty big. They're like walnuts. Yeah, dude. I, I think I still <clears throat> lean terrapin. I, th- I think he finds a way. Maybe uses his shell as a nutcracker, but there, there's an argument for the nuts. I'm, I'm not fighting you on that. Yeah. Well, the other one that I like, because I'm a history guy, right? Sure. Was the uh, the Texans are playing the Redskins this weekend. Ooh. Which is basically a historical reenactment from the Texas Indian Wars. Yeah. Of, uh, of 1820 through 1875. And I'm sorry, but the the Texans win. You're going to play the favorite there? Yeah. I would go Redskin just because I, th- I think it's a redemption game. <laughs> you're, you're playing a team that beats you. You, you, you know, if the, if the Indians got a, if the Redskins got a matchup again, they're bringing everything they got. Do you, do you think how funny would it be if like a wide receiver coach on the Indians, on the Redskins, like brought yeah. that to the meeting? Like in 1820, the war began, and for 55 years the Texans ran the Redskins out of their territory, slaughtered them in the middle of the night, burnt their teepees, killed their buffalo, slayed their women. We owe it <laughs> to the Redskins to beat the Texans, and everyone in the locker room's nope. like, "Coach, coach, we don't care." No, it sucks. And this this could be a tough look for me. 
But, like, obviously we would love that coach speech. Yeah, it's funny. But, like, if they could really get the Redskins team to rally and, like, use, like, Native American calls and stuff, that would be awesome. But then the whole, like, you know, we killed their people racist thing would come up again. So. But that always does always rears its ugly head. But I think that's that's pretty interesting. Like that's the first time like there's a literal war named after these two teams. The Texas Indian War. Mm -hmm. Texas are playing the Redskins. It's tough. Pretty cool. Call 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 it an underdog comeback. Uh, Another matchup that I thought was a blowout was the Rainbow Warriors versus the Rebels. Hmm. Who do you have? The Rainbow Warriors. Yeah, just because I'm, I I'm afraid of making uh, gay jokes, so I'm gonna say they win. Oh, oh, I was I was gonna go kind of Rainbow Warriors, but with the spirit, like, like I don't know the, enough about Rainbow Warriors. Do they become a part of the rainbow? Can they never be killed? Because like, even if a rebel shoots them dead, are they are they part of the world now? I don't know. I don't know all the semantics there. I know zero. I think we just make them up and roll with it. Well, then I'll, I can lean Rebels there because I think they just shoot the Rainbow Warrior while they're doing the Haka stuff. <laughs> um, the other one that I liked was Jay Her- Jayhawk versus Sooner just because they're both historical names and I'm a history history guy. Do you know right. what the Jayhawks were, are? Are they birds? I have no <laughs> idea. That's what you'd think. No, they're the, uh, they're the militia, they- the Kentucky militia that fought in the Civil War. So then they just got the name for all the Kentuckians, Jayhawks. Right, but Kansas is the Jayhawk. Oh, that the, the Kansas. My bad. And their mascot's a bird. I know, but the I the history I made sure of it. The Jayhawk is uh, comes from the Civil War. That they're named after. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, I mean, do we have an old Civil War person or do we have a big bird? <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a hybrid. Yeah, I think it's a hybrid because now it's saying like that bird. Yeah, so it might be the bird. The bird comes from Kansas and then that's why the militia was called that. So okay. if you really go back, it's the bird. But the Sooners are just cheaters. Oklahoma Land Rush, they uh, put right. everyone on the starting line when they divvied up land to the people. And you would ride your horse out and you'd stake your claim and put your flag and this is my land now. And the Sooners were people who went out in the middle of the night soon before. And uh, then when the, they heard the gun whistle, they just like staked their claim and acted like they were part of the land rush. But really, they cheated. Right. Oklahoma Sooners. That must have been a funny conversation for the Kansas Jayhawks when they were like, hey, you know, I, it's pretty cool that we named ourselves after the Freedom Fighters, you know, the bleeding Kansas era of the Civil War. But maybe should we just switch over to the bird for now? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know how well this is going to age. Let's go to the bird. Yeah, see, because I'm reading all these articles about how, like, uh, it actually origined from a group of people, and then they named the bird. Yeah. Like, I, I can't find a definitive source if it's bird or people first. But anyway, the name the name Jayhawk comes from the Kansas Jayhawk Freedom Fighters. So, yeah, yeah, I think that bats lead off. All right. If you see a good matchup, send us our send it our way. We're going to do mascot matchups. Uh, we agreed on too many tonight. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I think it was good. I, th- I think I, I think we found some good points there. Um you know, Redskins versus Texans. Again, I, you got to follow your heart there. Um, yeah, I mean, Ducks versus Avalanche. I just think we're we're opening people's eyes there. Too. 76ers versus Jazz I thought was funny because, like, a bunch of revolutionaries writing the Declaration of Independence and shit. And then, like, Jazz happens. Like, what the fuck is this? I think we both want to lean Jazz. Yeah, then. because they're blowing their minds. Like, there's no rhythm here. There's no reason. Like you guys are all. And how do you kill? How do you kill Jack? No, you just start nodding your head, or or you leave because you got a headache. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I can't stop. T- <laughs> it's like Footloose. Yeah, yeah. Jazz wins in the end. Katie likes jazz. She plays some jazz records every now and then. Jazz is pretty bad. 
it's nice at the right moment, and for me, that's like one and a half times a year. Yeah. <clears throat> like, wow, this is pretty skilled, but I can listen to other things. Yeah, pretty aimless. All right, what are we watching this weekend? We got Knicks versus Pelicans tonight. CCSU versus Austin P tonight. Everyone tune in to those games that aren't even televised. Jets versus Pats this weekend. Giants versus Bucks. So Giants may win. They're on their way to their 8-0 record. Uh, you know, second half, 8-0, make the playoffs. That's what OBJ said. Pa- uh, Jets will probably get crushed by the Pats. Rangers versus Panthers. That's basically all we got going on. Yeah, I'm wondering. I, I think that Central game might be a tournament or something because I think it's in Montego Bay. Um, and, Jim, because the, the Huskies won last night. They're playing tonight. They're playing uh, Iowa beat Oregon and your boy Bull Bull. Huh. <laughs> I didn't realize that was Bowl Bowl when I was watching the game yesterday, but I should have. <laughs> but I should have. But I was like, "Who's this telephone pole playing basketball?" <laughs> he's a. Uh, he comes from a tall lineage. It, I, th- I think they've heard him all at this point. You know, <laughs> is it rude to say like the bowls look like creatures and not humans? Like yes, like absolutely yes, <laughs> but at the same time, no. Because you like, look at your standard human. And then you look at the bowls, and they look different. Yeah, I mean, I never mind the one percent. They're the they're the one percent of the one percent of the one percent. Um. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, our 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 CCSU team is in the Jamaica Classic. We're idiots. We should be there right now. Jamaica. I guess I'm halfway home, being in Atlanta. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of Black. <laughs> Black Friday, but it's not. That's next Friday. <laughs> that's next Friday. Sometimes the brain does weird things. Anyway, voicemails. So here it is, Jake. Next next Wednesday. So I'll just lay it out. If you're still listening, we really thank you for listening uh, this late in the show. And I'll tell you this again on Monday. But next Wednesday, we're going to do voicemails again. And we want you to call in and leave a Thanksgiving tradition or custom that your family does that you think no other family does. Because everyone's got weird things, and sometimes you find out other people do it, and you're like, oh, shit. You do that, too? I found out Mel from uh, Yankees Twitter, she touches the outside of the plane before she gets on the plane. She says her and her siblings do it for good luck. Me and my siblings have been doing that since we were, like, eight years old. I didn't think anyone else on the world touched the outside of the plane as a superstition before they got on it. But so, So call in. As you can see, the voicemails came in pretty heavy, and we're, we're going to play the voicemails over reading tweets. So if you're brave enough, get your voice ready. Call in Thanksgiving customs or traditions that your family does that you don't think anyone else does. We're going to do that on Wednesday. We'll be back on Monday for the sports recap and best weekend. So send in your best weekends, your worst weekends, see if you win an award. And we're also uh, closing in on November, so go leave a review. We're going to choose uh, one review at the end of every month, and they're going to get a custom John Boy and Jake shirt that's one of a kind. No one else will own this shirt, just you. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the drawing board. I'm going to make it up. It might be fantastic. It may be bad. But either way, it's going to be one of a kind, and you're going to be the only one that does it. So five-star review. Say whatever you want. Say Just say shirt if you can't think of anything creative, and uh, you may win. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jake. It'll be a cool one. One and only means one and only. Oh, yeah. We'd put your name on it if you want. You could maybe request something if you want. Ooh, like that. All right. There we go. Thank you very much for listening. Everyone have a great weekend. Wish Jake the best of good luck for choosing Georgia. That's why they call me Wode.